They are the coastal redwoods, also known as Sequoia sempervirens, and also, I put forth for your consideration, among our most majestic teachers of the Dharma. Sempervirens is the scientific name for forever living or forever green, as they normally live 1,800 years or more. The oldest known redwood tree is approximately 2,200 years old. These evergreens are native to America's west, living amidst the clouds and foggy canyons of the Pacific coastal mountains, and absent human loggers and their sawmills, they are virtually indestructible. Their bark is thick, quite soft and fibrous, and is under the surface reddish in color, hence the name redwood. While dependent on their cool, coastal rainy climate, they are capable of generating their own fog. A large redwood can release up to 500 gallons of water each day into the air. Absent any resin or pitch, their thick bark is virtually impervious to fire. And because redwoods contain tannin in their wood, bark, and foliage, sempervirens are uniquely resistant to rot as well as attacks by fungus or insects. Redwood forests provide habitat for a variety of mammals, reptiles, and amphibians. Old growth redwood groves provide safe habitat for the federally threatened spotted owl and the endangered marmalt murrelet. Coastal redwoods are popularly known for their height, which is usually just visually imagined because their tops are hidden from view on the ground by a mixture of needles, branches, and fog. The redwood canopy, indeed, an alien place to humans, looks up and out toward the sky, manifestly indifferent to all that is happening down below. Their height is closely tied to fog availability. That said, coastal redwoods commonly surpass 350 feet in height. Laying prone, an old growth redwood would span a football field and still stretch many yards into both end zones. As these trees exist in far off the beaten path forest canyons, extremely large redwoods are regularly being discovered. Beginning in 2014, a protective trend emerged among ecologists where new redwood discovery photos are not being released. From Travels with Charlie, here is John Steinbeck's description of the indescribable redwood forest. The redwoods, once seen, leave a mark or create a vision that stays with you always. No one has ever successfully painted or photographed a redwood tree. The feeling they produce is not transferable. From them comes silence and awe. It's not only their unbelievable stature, nor the color which seems to shift and vary under your eyes. No, they are not like any trees we know. They are ambassadors from another time. They carry their own light and shade. The vainest, most slap-happy and irreverent of men in the presence of redwoods goes under a spell of wonder and respect. One feels the need to bow to unquestioned sovereigns. There's a cathedral hush here. Perhaps the thick, soft bark absorbs sound and creates a silence. The trees rise straight up to zenith. There is no horizon. 
The green fern-like foliage so far up strains the sunlight to a green gold and distributes it in shafts, or rather in stripes of light and shade. To me, there's a remote and cloistered feeling here. One holds back speech for fear of disturbing something. Disturbing what? In our Dharma teachings, we learn from many different examples and perspectives about the boundless web of interdependence in which we live, the vital interconnection between all beings, vast and timeless. As understanding of this clarifies, our ignorant notions of competitive duality and self-centeredness will begin to erode. But for many, the deeply set notion of being an independent, self-sufficient, it's only about me being remains steadfast and stubborn. But redwood trees and their timeless beauty, strength and noble greatness, seemingly as standalone powerful as anything alive has ever been, demonstrate something quite different. For trees their size, redwoods have remarkably shallow root systems. Typically, their roots extend down for only about three to eight feet below ground level, then radiate out in different directions for several hundred feet. This net of roots creates a type of trampoline that holds the massive trunk in place and keeps it from sinking into the often moist soil. This is no small feat. A tree weighing up to one million pounds being held in place by such a small anchor seems contrary to all our engineering common sense. Perhaps this might work for a very short time, but redwoods are commonly more than 1,000 years old. So, and here's the thing. Beyond the resistance of sinking under their own weight, there is magnificent interdependence at play here an interdependence we all can learn from. Redwoods have interconnected root systems and grow relatively close together, combining and uniting, enabling them to join forces. By joining their roots, these trees together hold each other up, stabilizing themselves against wind, flood, and the ravages of time. They are able to reach their soaring heights because they grow in community with one another, not in indifference or competition, but in fellowship. Their root systems mingle, graft, interlock, and become one, sharing not only the strength of a common platform, but also essential moisture and nutrients. Only redwoods have the strength to support other redwoods. Take note of the magnificence of their strength, beauty, and long lifespans. They are a direct result of cooperation and kinship, nature's wisdom for all to see and learn from. Sequoia Sempervirens, coastal redwoods, the oldest, most magnificent living beings on earth existent because they have developed the ability to intertwine, hold on to, support and nurture each other, to connect and be connected with unconditionally. Supportive and supporting relationships are necessary not only for realizing life's essential beauty, but for maintaining the existence of all lives from moment to moment. 
The pervasive nature of life's connectivity is evident everywhere one is open to seeing it. From our bodies, organs, muscles, and bones can only function because they're connected through the interworkings of family, friend, workplace, and community members. In our skies and under the seas, from the deserts of Northern Africa to the coastal canyons of the Pacific Northwest and everywhere in between. More often than not, it is attributes of connectivity that fuel our modern sciences, environmental explorations, human psychologies, and social structures. Infinite, me's and you's, them's and they's, him's, hers, and it's all play in consequential roles in the great us. Buddhism and its practices lead us to discover and verify that all life is interrelated, that through the natural law of dependent origination, nothing can ever exist in isolation independent of others. It leads us to see that everything comes into existence through causes and conditions, that nothing can abide in absolute solitude or arise of its own accord, and that each of us bears an ongoing responsibility to the universality of the process. And so it is with these splendid trees. To be among them arouses tremendousness, awe, an empowering in consequence of self that can't be told or taught, but only felt. To be in their forest with mind open and fertile is to dwell within the seam between heaven and earth, the intersection between mortal and eternal realms, where beatitude, grace, and faith abound, where wisdom abides and deepens, where the path to evolve into more awakened human beings is laid open before us. Such magnificent wise teachers the Sequoia Sempervirens are. America's Bodhi trees, the redwoods, how uniquely cathartic it is to pay attention to what they are revealing. This recording, America's Bodhi trees, was written and spoken here by Mark Winwood. Mark, that's me, is the founder of the Chenrizig Project, a Tibetan Buddhist study and practice group currently resident in Washington State and with a national online presence. You can learn more about the Chenrizig Project at our website, www.chenrizigproject.org. That's C-H-E-N-R-E-Z-I-G project.org. Our background music titled Tipping Soup was composed by the renowned San Francisco Bay Area musician Bobby Vega and was performed by Bobby in collaboration with Chris Rossback. It appears on their 2007 album, Bobby Vega and Chris Rossback, released by Toothless Monkey Music. More about Bobby and his music at his website, www.bobbyvega.com, that's B-O-B-B-Y-V-E-G-A.com, or as he's very findable online, you can simply Google his name or look for his numerous videos on YouTube. We remain grateful to Bobby for his friendship, his talents, and his generosity. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing its link with others whom you feel it might resonate. Thank you for listening.